Be the best version of yourself, Mama. I'm Mahsa Rezaei, and welcome to Mama Nest. A nest for mother moms who are eager to achieve a simpler, more intentional life. In this podcast, we're going to rewrite the script and reinvent the culture of motherhood together. Remember, becoming a mother is the beginning of our prosperity, not forgetting ourselves. A fulfilled, healthy, confident and productive mom is all we need to be to guarantee our family's future. I'm on a mission to make you feel empowered and less overwhelmed. We'll focus on productivity, parenting, mindfulness, minimalism, environmental and economic consciousness, besides family wellness. I'm here to help you broaden your horizon and gain clarity on showing up as your best mama self. So, let's build you up today, let's dive into it. Hey there, how are you today, girls? I hope you're feeling awesome, especially about yourself. But what? What kind of greeting is that? I said, I hope you're feeling awesome about yourself. And the reason why I said that comes from our topic in this episode of Mamanist. We are about to tap into some of our fearsome beliefs about the body, which we might shame to admit, but it's real. And in fact, it's more widespread among women, and unfortunately, it's even worse among us moms. You might guess that it's all about body image and body dissatisfaction. And the reason why I chose it is the prevalence of body image dissatisfaction these days. And it is truly heartbreaking. She wants to be beautiful, she goes. Unnoticed, she knows. No limits, she craves. Attention, she praises. An image she prays to be sculpted by the sculptor. Oh, she don't see the light that's shining deeper than the eyes can find it. Maybe we are made of blind souls. She tries to cover up her pain and cut her woes away. Cause cover girls don't cry after the face is made. Based on statistics offered by NED Association, approximately 91% of women are unhappy with their bodies and resort to dieting to achieve their ideal body shape. In a survey, more than 40% of women and about 20% of men agreed they would consider cosmetic surgery in the future. The statistics remain relatively constant across gender, age, marital status, and race. We're living the time when every single one of us is chasing to find the fastest weight loss diet, experimenting each and every one of the fiddle faddle advertisements which falsely promise us that we'll be the Barbie soon and promise us to build a skinny body in the least amount of time. Maybe we're about to buy and consume the recently popular pack of weight loss tea or take the miraculous medications we've heard about or we've already bought them. 
It's time when most of us are reaching for the shortcuts to carve our body or fix part of it with dangerous surgeries or maybe already we have done that. And if none of the list above, just we're simply mad at ourselves for how our body looks like. Regret about a past and miss maybe the time when we had no child before the unwelcome cellulite appears in our body as a result of the pregnancy and how painful it is. It's like a burden on our shoulders all the time that we're not enough to be loved by anybody, that we need to look another way to feel good. We're waiting for the ideal day that we're perfect and at that shiny moment we can be happy again. We can have better relationships with our husband. We can have more confidence and simply we can live better. But hold on moms, hold on. In the first place, what are we modeling our children by thinking so? Aren't we ruining their confidence besides our own too when we emphasize in front of them that we feel bad about our body, about how we look, especially after having children? Every time we're talking with our peers about this repetitive sad topic, aren't we making the mindset for them that, sweetheart, just be mindful of the fact that you're never enough, you can never be happy, you're imperfect and you'll never be loved unless you're at certain size, unless your bodies like fake pictures of women bodies and advertisements or unless you do some sort of surgery. Aren't we imposing the toxic messages about body image from the media on our innocent children every single second that we're starving ourselves with the soul-breaking fat diets? Every time we're punishing ourselves with the workouts that are going to magically change our body shape and if that doesn't happen in a few days, we give up and never exercise again? Our body image plays a role in how our kids see themselves. Studies show that daughters are twice as likely to have ideas about dieting when their mother has diet. Have you ever noticed that when our children are little, they eat whatever they want without being cautious about the calorie intake? They wear whatever they want without being worried about other people's opinion about them and how happy they live, how free they live. And we're locking them up in the prison of mind unconsciously because of our body negative image. We exist in a world today where everything can be faked or fixed. Stomachs can be tightened, noses can be changed, and cellulite can be lasered away. Apparently, there is no way as a young woman who's digesting this media, and we're constantly trying to hide those parts of our body that are not perfect. Mama, we weren't born with these insecurities. We were told to be insecure. We weren't born with these insecurities. We were told to be insecure.
Did you know that these toxic messages can be a lifetime basis of self-hatred? We were prone to these messages everywhere and it causes a self-hate in us and we should be careful about not repeating them for our children. I want us to know that reaching the weight goal does not cure body dissatisfaction. Fixing the imperfections in the body does not cure this mindset of us. Let's remind ourselves that this perfect world which we see online, in magazines or TV or movies, are presented to us through a wide range of filters. We can naturally be beautiful with acne, scars, cellulite, crown fit or curves. So let's celebrate ourselves and each other as we are, as we're meant to be. Unique, imperfect, beautiful and so powerful. Unique, imperfect, beautiful and so powerful. By the way, I said that how enjoyable is the experience of children who eat whatever they like and there are no limits for them earlier. I wanted to emphasize that I definitely do not mean to say that we should not care about our diet, our lifestyle or whatever because it may put pressure on us. On the contrary, we should respect our bodies and with proper nutrition, a healthy lifestyle and regular exercise habits, we should take great care of ourselves and add this to the body positive mindset that we're talking about now. We need to believe this and stop modeling wrong to our children. It's not a choice, it's a must. We're responsible for their future mental health. And this is such a great requisite to guarantee this. Body confidence does not come from trying to achieve the perfect body. It comes from embracing the one you've already got. And we should be body confident not only for ourselves, but also for the sake of our children. Someday, I was reading about the harmful effects of body disparaging chats like fat talk in front of children and how it contributes to eating disorders in their future. Fat talk refers to negative body-related conversations between girls or young women. You know what I mean. The topic with which we stick to most of the time when we're chatting with other women. We are more than a body mom. Don't we have any other topic to talk about? What are we doing with ourselves and our children? Isn't it the time to be more mindful about our intentions in life, our thoughts, our priorities? Instead of that, can't we talk about the latest book we've read with our friends in front of them? About our enthusiasm of starting a business on our own? of our strong urge to fulfill our call inside and outside of motherhood. Can't we talk about our intentions to have a healthy lifestyle? And if we want to tell something about our body, can't we talk about how we feel good about our current shape, about how lovely is the experience of childbirth and how we're proud of our body for figuring out that experience? And about how we love ourselves despite of all the imperfections? Now, another absorbing fact. Do you know that the beauty definition has changed throughout history? There was a time when chubby women were presumed as beautiful, and now a time when skinny ones are supposed as charming ones. Did you know that back in the past, the fashion industry needed skinny models to save the amount of fabric needed in their designs? 
to reduce their costs, and so they started to use the underrated premature look models to meet their requirements. And then they became fashionable and turned into value among women. And what an immoral industry, which misuses women, which sacrifices a lot of women's mental and physical health by altering their priority from being healthy to be skinny. And now we're allowing this fake industry to grab our mental health and distract us from our main mission in life. And just focus on the fake body beauty standards that are not even possible for a woman whose job is a fashion model, let alone others. Who do you think is going to win this battle if we don't try to modify our mindsets? The answer is the fashion industry and the diet industry. And I will address this specific issue in the future, but for now, just be informed that the weight loss and weight management diet market size was valued at $192.2 billion in 2019 and is projected to reach $295.3 billion by 2027 worldwide. Also, weight loss surgeries are another segment to watch and guess who's going to profit from promoting fake beauty standards. It's our choice to let that vicious circle keep existing or stop it. A lot of you might heard about the body positive movement before, but I find it useful to imply a little bit here to help us understand the false artificial perspective we have about feeling good and about our body. Body positivity refers to the assertion that all people deserve to have a positive body image, regardless of how society and popular culture view ideal shape, size, and appearance. Some of the goals of the body positivity movement include challenging how society views the body, promoting the acceptance of all bodies, helping people build confidence and acceptance of their own bodies, and addressing unrealistic body standards. Body positivity is not just about challenging how society views people based upon their physical size and shape. It also recognizes that judgments are often made based on race, gender, sexuality, and disability. Body positivity also aims to help people understand how popular media messages contribute to the relationship that people have with their bodies, including how they feel about food, exercise, clothing, health, identity, and self-care. By better understanding the effect that such influences have, the hope is that people can develop a healthier and more realistic relationship with their bodies. Now, let's touch on some brief history of this movement. Body positivity has its rules in the fat acceptance movement of the late 1960s. Fat acceptance focuses on ending the culture of fat shaming and discrimination against people based upon their size or body weight. The National Association to Advance Fat Acceptance was first established in 1969 and continues to work to change how people talk about weight. The term body positive emerged in 1996 when a psychotherapist and an individual who had been through treatment for an eating disorder founded the website thebodypositive.org. The site offers resources and educational materials designed to help people feel good about their bodies by taking the focus of losing weight through unhealthy diet and exercise efforts. 
the body positivity movement in its current form began to emerge around 2020. Initially focusing on challenging unrealistic feminine beauty standards, as the movement grew in popularity, the original focus on acceptance of weight began to shift toward a message that all bodies are beautiful. While body positivity has become increasingly popular, people continue to be confused about what exactly means. Part of the reason why body positivity is so misunderstood is due to the fact that there are so many different definitions for what the movement means. And depending on who you ask, body positivity can mean appreciating your body in spite of flaws, feeling confident about your body, loving yourself, or accepting your body's shape and size. Body positivity also means enjoying the body you have and not beating yourself up over changes that happen naturally due to aging, pregnancy, or lifestyle choices. Instagram played a pivotal role in the rise of body positivity movement by defining hashtags in this regard. In recent years, a number of magazines and companies have incorporated efforts to be more body positive in their publications and marketing efforts. While companies including Dove has developed marketing campaigns incorporating body positivity messages. One of the major goals of body positivity is to address some of the ways that body satisfaction influences mental health and well-being. Having a healthy body image plays a role in how people feel about their appearance and even how they judge their self-worth. Problems that can emerge as a result of poor body image include depression. Women experience depression at much higher rates than men do, and some researchers believe that body dissatisfaction may play an important role in explaining this gender difference in depression rates. Low self-esteem, eating disorders, or pursuing unhealthy actions like unnecessary surgeries, unsafe weight loss habits such as crash diet or inappropriate use of hormones to build muscles. And where does a negative body image come from? A body image does not develop in isolation. Culture, family and friends and peers, and media all convey positive and negative messages about the body. They can encourage people, even from a young age, to believe that there is an ideal body type. The image is often an unnatural one. Fashion industry also sets an unhealthy example when they employ underweight models to display their products. Discrimination based on race, size, ability, gender orientation and also age plays a role. Exposure to daily microaggression at work and in society can cause people to feel that they do not measure up or that they are somehow lacking. All of these factors can impact a person's mental and physical well-being. Studies have suggested that females who have greater resilience linked to family support, gender role satisfaction, coping strategies, fitness and well-being are more likely to have a positive body image. This suggests that emotional insecurity may also contribute to a negative body image. She has dreams to be an envy so she's 
starving, you know, cover girls eat nothing. She says, beauty is pain and there's beauty in everything. What's a little bit of hunger? I can go a little while longer. She fades away. She don't see her perfect. She don't understand. She's worth it. All that beauty goes deeper than the surface. Oh, oh. So to all the girls that's hurting, let me be your mirror. Help you see a little. And now, here are some typical tips that may help us feel more positive about our body. Spend time with people who have a positive outlook. Practice positive self-talk, for example, saying, my arms are strong, rather than saying my arms are flabby. Wear comfortable clothes that look good on us. Avoid comparing ourselves with other people. Appreciating what our body can do, such as laughing or creating. Be actively critical of media messages and images that make us feel as if we should be different. Make a list of 10 things we like about ourselves. See ourselves as a whole person, not an imperfect body part. Do something nice for our body, such as getting a massage or a haircut. Instead of spending our precious time fighting our flaws, we can invest our time in other things like starting a new hobby. Or, last but not the least, aim for a healthy lifestyle, which might include having a nutritious diet. The points above can be generally used for anyone. But still, I think motherhood puts a burden on our shoulders to keep watchful eyes on our behaviors even more. Okay? And as moms, we said that we will be teaching our kids harmful habits if we often complain about our weight or our body shape, or often try new miracle diets, and tell our kids that they would be more attractive if they lose weight. And here are some mom-specific tips for us. If you want to lose weight to get healthy, pay attention to the language that we use with our kids. Rather than talking about dieting, explain that we are eating healthy foods. Together with your family, cook healthy meals. Order healthy meals at restaurants and get more physical active. Let's teach our children about smart food choices and help them develop healthy eating and exercise habits. We can help our children develop healthy body image by making sure our children understand that weight gain and growth are normal parts of development, especially during puberty. Not making negative statements about food, weight and body size and shape, about ours, our children's or anyone else's. Allowing our children to make decisions about food while making sure that plenty of healthy and nutritious meals and snacks are available for them. Complimenting our children more on their efforts, talents, accomplishments, and personal values, rather than their looks. Limiting their screen time. In addition to getting less exercise, kids who watch TV shows or movies or play online games often see unrealistic female bodies. Talk with kids about the media images they see. Encouraging our children's school to create policies against bullying. 
talking to our children often and showing them that we're always there to listen. And after this general prescription to reinforce body image, I want to offer a mindful exercise for us moms to aid us in this path of becoming our best self as a role model to our kiddos. And I wanted to mention one final point before closing the topic. Definitely, I didn't mean to promote unhealthy lifestyle choices and obesity or appreciate not caring about appearance in this episode. The whole point was to help us love our body no matter the changes it's gone through. Our life shouldn't be revolved around the shape of our body. We should nourish our body, treat it with care and embrace its flaws, but don't obsess and constantly criticize our body. Otherwise, it will slowly damage our mental and physical health. Now, let's get to our mindful exercise. Take a deep breath, Mama. Be proud of your body at this very moment. Can you recall how your body retains your beautiful mercy from God, I mean your child, inside you for nine months and then deliver him or her to this world through that miraculous process of childbirth? Do you remember that moment? I can vividly recall that final stage that I was pushing with all my might. My husband was holding my hand and unbelievably trying to lift my spirit and how strong I was at that moment. And all of a sudden, my little daughter began to come to this world. Now you also go over your pregnancy and childbirth memories for a minute and listen to this music. Let's all be thankful to God how nice our body was at that moment to carry all those pressure, to kindly heal all those pains and injuries afterward and letting us be a mother, the most wonderful experience of the whole wide world. Dear body, thank you for loving me in the worst possible pressures, even when I didn't love you back. And from now on, whenever we see our stretch marks or cellulite in the mirror, we will recall all the joy behind every moment that we noticed our belly enlargement in pregnancy photos and how we miss that spectacular experience of feeling our baby inside our belly. And after this, we will call them our warrior pains because they remind us of our fighting in various challenges of life and we will smile. From now on, whenever we see a picture of a fake filtered body and deeply wish to be like her, we will immediately look in the mirror and tell ourselves that I am my kind of beautiful. I am more than enough. I'm loved. I'm seen. And I have a voice. 
and that's what matters. Let's foster a healthy lifestyle, a flourishing relationship with our body, embracing our flaws, and be more confident. Let's stop worrying if other people like us, because we like us, and we are more than a body. So stay tuned because I'm bringing you episodes once a week. Thanks for joining me today. And by the way, you can find the show notes on www.mamanestco.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive fresh episodes every week. I look forward to our next episode. Bye for now.